When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, thanks for coming along on the ride this afternoon. Lori and Julia's show, My Talk Moto 7 on Everything Entertainment. Heading into the weekend, and it's going to be a beautiful one. Lots of sun all the way through the weekend. Temperatures in the low 70s. Holly Roberts is in one more time before Lori returns on Monday. I can't wait to hear how her accent is going to change. Her accent? Mm-hmm. You think she's going she's to be speaking French? 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 She's going to be picking up a little wee 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 from Patty. You know. <laughs> you think she's going to sound like Pepe Le Pew when she comes Maybe. back? Maybe. You just don't know. You just don't know. Madge did it. When Madonna was in England, well, she came yeah, back and she had the accent. When has Paltrow never picked up the accent? Because she lived over there for a while. No. With Chris Morgan. She didn't pick it up. Mm-mm. We'll just see. So she's coming back, people. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. It is time. You guys know that song? Time for Lori and Julia to beat, beat Shazam. Shazam. All right. I just need the artist of these songs, and they are all from the year 2005. Oh, 2005. 2005. Recent enough for Holly to have been on this planet Earth and probably know these songs. She probably knows them better than unless well, they uh, unless they weren't in her wheel. Do we have to know the name of the song? No, I need the, the artist, oh, the artist of the song. Because we haven't been able to put bang zam. <laughs> we're not doing oh, that. Yeah, we are. No, we're not. Oh yeah, we are. No. Donnie. Okay, fine. Here you we go with song, it. Up with the management. <laughs> song number one. Say your name first. That would be helpful. No, we're just gonna yell. Uh, <laughs> say my name. Say my okay, name. Okay, here we go. Here's song number one. Don't you wish your girlfriend was Pussycat Dolls. Yes. yes. Very good, Holly. The Pussycat Dolls. Did you know that one, Julia? No. You didn't but know I that saw one. them. Oh. You saw Where? them? Where? did you see them? At um, Glamorama. Oh, at Dayton's. Really? Yeah. really? Mm-hmm. Nice. Marshall Fields at the time, yeah. All right. Okay, very good. So Holly got that one, Pussycat Dolls. Here's uh, the next band I need you to name. I'm walking down the line. He knows it. Just say it. Green Day. Yes, the Boulevard green. of Broken Dreams. Yeah, that's right. Green yes. Day, too, for Holly. That was one of our favorite concerts last year. Green Day? Green oh, Day. my Ooh. word. I heard it was fantastic. We had so much. We hosted the suite, I think. Oh, my gosh. It was so fun. That was one of the best concerts. All right. So fun. Good to know. Okay. Daddy's uh, like, he's just like, whatever. We don't want to hear yeah. But I'm going to tell that. you, it was the first time they'd been back to the Twin Cities in like 10 years. You know, they oh. hadn't been performing. And it's late. Had, I think Billy Joe's ladies from the Twin That's Cities. That's right. Oh. Yes, she is. Here is song number three. Name the band. Coming out of my cage. It's got it. The Killers. Got it, got it. 
Isn't it the killers? Yeah, you get a ding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the killers. The Julia lady. got that. The killers. Mr. Brightside. Mr. Brightside. Mr. Brightside. We sang that. Lori loves that song. Now, that would have been yeah. an interesting experience to hear you two sing Mr. Brightside. Yeah. I know. Well, how am I at? Gotta, gotta get mm-hmm. We did. We sang it. I know. It, was, well, it wasn't sure. horrible. <laughs> Every, well, first of all. <laughs> I love that, the seal of approval. It wasn't Everything horrible. we sing is horrible, but well, it wasn't like horrible. It's a matter of degree of horrible. Right. Yes. Okay. And Donnie literally turns down our mics so low <laughs> that you might hear like... Well, I do that for, uh, to protect the, the, protect the innocent. Oh, <laughs> public service. <laughs> That's right. All right, this Happy next alarms. one, really, really easy. Julia, can you get this? Father's bigger. Oh, Johnny. Yeah. yeah. John Mayer, of course. Yeah, father's uh, daughter's the name of the song. All right, so what is it? Two two. Yes. yes. It is two to two. Here is the uh, song that'll break the tie. Oh, here we go. Uh, name this group. Say I do it on the day. Oh, Gwen Stefani. Nice. No, they Black Eyed Peas. Yes. Yes. Black Eyed Peas. You got it. Here's my Gwen Stefani. My humps. My, <laughs> my lovely humps. lady humps. Oh, I yes. mean, tomato, tomato. Man, yeah. I listened to one of those Black Eyed Peas albums. I love th- one of their songs. Where's the love? That song, song is good. There are a couple of songs, I think, from that album that Donnie just played that haven't really quite aged that well. Oh. Just well, some, some she, lyrical content. I know. Oh, do you know what? Let's get it started in here. Started. Let's get it started yeah, in that's here. What I'm saying, you. Can, I had yeah. the CD and we'd play it in the car, and I'm like, "Wow, that is so bad." Yeah. But it used to be, "Let's get retarded in here," didn't it? Mm, that's that's what it was. Song. I had it. I had the song. Mm-hmm. And they and I'm. What. what? That's the, not, no, that, that's the yeah. name of the song, and that's what it used to be before they changed it. Oh, because that would have been very politically incorrect. Unbelievably politically oh, incorrect. Geez. And no radio playtime. No, and then everyone knows, no, no. let's get it started in oh, here. Okay. It started yeah, out well, as that. All right. I yeah. It was I'm like, ooh, no. Mm-hmm. Okay. I took my kid Bye to that Will concert. To the Black, Black Eyed Peas. That would be his first concert. Really? One of them. The other one, poor thing, had Taylor yeah, Swift's American Idol. Oh, yeah. Oh, Taylor Hicks' American Idol. Yeah, that was one. Oh, he was a part of the Soul Patrol. Soul Look, Patrol. he has he has to own that, and he needs to like really embrace the fact no. that his first concert was the Soul Patrol. It, right, I got free tickets to go to the Black Eyed Peas from this company. Yeah, let me just tell you where my seat was. There's one end where they play, where the band is, and there's another end past the sound machine and all those people. Yeah. Called the opposite end of the field. Oh. And then if you know inside a building, they have rows that go up to the ceiling. Mm-hmm. I was three down from the ceiling and we couldn't even see the stage because we had to look through the lights that are on the ceiling. Strong <laughs> view, as it were. So you could maybe and feel I, some of the vibrations. And of I the worked music for a media music stage. company and then my, my son's friends went and they're like second row, yeah, all this other yeah, stuff. And I'm like, wow. I didn't know how bad they were because we just went, I like, this is going to be fun. Yeah, it's just a we'll like it. thing. Right. Oh, oh well, look, you tough. felt the vibrations from the stage and maybe you could have a sense of what they were singing. Mm-hmm. I went to a Vikings game once and sat that high when they played the Chicago Bears on a Monday night. That's when the Chicago Bears scored like 14 touchdowns in the last in two minutes oh. in two minutes stadium, at the old stadium at okay. the dome well, i you mean need binoculars legitimate binoculars to watch a game from that high they had the screen in the middle so you could still <laughs> yeah, see watching more it's like watching tv yeah. i know but there are some places you don't want to sit 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. All right. So when we come back in the dirt alert, um, what is next? It's not the dirt no, alert. No, it's That's, a random thought. No, it's random I've just pushed us forward an hour. <laughs> Time travel. It's daylight saving sign. Yeah. <laughs> not until November. Nice try. <laughs> this is Lori and Julia. We'll be right back. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, this story was in the Star Tribune yesterday, and um, it is just fascinating, and it's brilliant, and it's lovely, mm-hmm. and um, it's about a woman named Frances Bryan, I believe is her name. Yeah, um, Frances, and she, Lucy Francis is her name. She's been working for 20 years recreating miniature images of people's dogs that have passed away miniature miniature so images. what does that mean so it means what she does is she does a tiny replica of your dog um it starts out with a woman saying i cried it took my breath away says carol bryan about opening the package francis sent her about 10 years ago mm-hmm. it's like inside was a tiny sculpture of a dog a replica of her beloved pet that had passed away a cocker spaniel named brandy noel who had recently died oh she it looks like my dog it looks like she took my dog and just shrunk it down and um this um carol bryan is a pet blogger yeah and she just said it's like a memorial to her but francis has been lucy francis from hastings minnesota has been doing this for 20 years her website is lucyfrancisminiatures.com she combines pieces of fur fiber wool wire and ends up with a miniature fuzzy model of a dog often incorporating bits of the dog's hair that way the grieving dog owner can feel like they still have a bit of them in there she charges between 300 to 2400 for custom sculptures she has sent them in the past 20 years to 17 different countries japan to south africa one customer was a sheik from qatar um, who collects miniatures. She's working on other dogs for someone in Portugal. She's done dogs for Martha Stewart, Shirley MacLaine. Um, well, these are incredible. Aren't they when unbelievable? Go to her website, Lucy Francis Miniatures, because you might be asking yourself, okay, what was it, $500, $1,200 for one well, of these? 300 mi- to 2400 To 2400 That's a lot of money for a little sculpture, but these things look exactly isn't like it amazing? Yeah. I was so, I just thought this is so cool. And she said that um, about working with the um, dog owners, I like to work. I like most dealing with the dog owners, helping them deal with their loss of their pet. Yeah. And she says people get in that place of grief and they want to see their dog again. Mm-hmm. And so one woman who ordered them from even said, I want to be buried with my miniature of my dog. I mean, people's pets are everything. I'll never forget when my mom's dog, Molly, died. Oh, yeah. A few. We had a few. We had a funeral. Oh, yeah. We all were called around and people read poems about dogs and stuff. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. We uh, we lost lost my cat Sam earlier this year. And that was pretty tough. And so I totally understand the. Uh, the compelling nature of, of one of these miniature figurines. Oh, this is so lovely. I had no idea this woman Isn't was it? doing this locally. Isn't that cool? And yeah. a, um, a Chicago-based filmmaker, Amanda Spiva, 
She has filmed um, Lucy Francis for a documentary she's making about people who are obsessed with miniature objects. And she said her work is so beautiful and meaningful. The attention to detail, the passion for animals. And she said Francis ended up doing a miniature of her own Cocker Spaniel. Um, The resemblance is just uncanny. Francis is 65. She was a housewife before becoming a miniature dog sculpture. She made her first fiber dog model because she wanted to give something to her parents after their Yorkshire Terrier died. She turned it into a business after her model started to draw attention at craft shows and magazines, you know, dedicated to dollhouse hobbyists and, and conventions of miniature craft makers. Apparently, something that we don't know is the miniature world is huge. Really? Yes. She said most of her dogs are made to either 1.12 scale for dollhouses or 1.6 scale. And that's the, the same scale as the original Barbie and G.I. Joe figures. So they're tiny purses, they're tiny shoes, mm-hmm. they're chairs and everything. You know, the dollhouse was significant. Um, a replica house was significant in Drop sharp objects. objects. Yeah. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen an old school Victorian era or earlier miniature house that like some rich person had. Now it's in a museum. Those things are crazy. I used to, I think they're fascinating. Like you'd look at the little curtains, mm-hmm. you'd look at the little teacups, you'd look at the, the silverware. I mean, it's teeny tiny stuff. If it's, you like this, go on Instagram because I know that there are accounts where people make little teeny, teeny, I mean, teeny, teeny things. Isn't it wild? Teeny so food oh, the and food, the, te- the right. teeny food in the teeny oven. Would you make yes. the teeny breakfast on the with the match? Works. The oven door would open. I mean, it yes. is kind of crazy. We're talking about <laughs> miniature things. Mm-hmm. I mean, so anyway, if people are interested, she's gotten different orders. Someone's asked for a horse, a guinea pig, a hyena, a rabbit, and she did a cat. Um, for a customer in Beirut, for busy, busy was the name of the cat. So oh. I don't know how long her lead time is, or I, I mean, oh. what. Be so labor I feel like go to her website, contact wow. her, and I would imagine that you're going to be put on a wait list, uh, however long. But eventually, you'll get your figurine. And oh, and there's a little gerbil, Julia, and it's, it's about the size of a fingerprint. This little well, half, miniature. Yeah. If it's How do you, and she puts the real hair on him. I mean, oh, this I is that. You know, and it was, I also was fascinated with people who would work with toothpicks and build like Mm -hmm. toothpick houses. I mean, that's just so intense, labor intense and little. That makes me kind of clunch up a little bit. Why? The the tiny, (laughs) the tiny movements and the tight, that like. One little slip and. Yes, one little slip. But I suppose if you had a major magnifying glass, you could look through. Oh, that's what they use. Oh, yeah, I know. It goes over one eye. The monocle. No, yeah. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. No, it is. I mean, it is. <laughs> yeah. But it's fascinating. So anyway, the name of the website again is Lucy Francis francisminiatures.com if you oh, want to go peek. I just fantastic. thought that was the coolest story. It is totally so, cool. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, all right. What do you got, Holly? I have regrettable tattoos. Let's just take a hard <gasps> left and go to the things that people regret the most in the world of inking your body. So remember, I'm going to give you the top four types of tattoos people are most likely to regret. Okay. Uh, number four is very random, but apparently people regret getting star constellations on their body. Maybe because they look like moles. I have no idea. As they age? As they age. Or, you know, why don't you just make a constellation with your moles? That's a suggestion. All right. Uh, number three. Maybe it's because they take up so much space. That could or be. Something. Or maybe it's just hard because you have to explain what it is every right. time you see this it. This is Orion. Yeah, this is Orion on my butt cheek. Oh, okay. Okay, I see mm-hmm. it now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number three uh, of the top four types of tattoos people are most likely to regret a tribal pattern. Remember when those were popular mm-hmm. in the 90s? and people would get them around yep. their arms. Oops, sorry, bad move. Bad mm-hmm. spring break in Panama City. Um, number two on this list is a, an Asian character. Because a lot of times people don't quite understand oh, what exactly what they're the putting on their body. Yeah, if you're putting on kanji or you're putting on e- yeah. any kind of uh, symbols yeah. from... Oh, oh, okay, oh, there. Get it again. All right, there's okay, another one. There so startled. All right, breathe into a paper bag, Julia, while I tell you the top type of things that people regret. Okay. All right, Donnie, Julia, it's wino forever. What is it forever? Donnie Depp. Meaning... Oh, someone somebody's name. name. Yes, yeah. of course. Johnny Depp's famous tattoo. For Winona Ryder. For Winona Ryder. Winona Forever <sighs> was turned into Wino Forever. Really, just I, stop unless it's your grandma or like your mom and you literally have a heart tattoo that says mom with a ribbon across it. Don't get anybody's name on your body. What do you think about the matching tattoo trend? Like um, Chris... Uh, Chris Martin, Martin and Dakota Johnson. Mm, it's still dangerous. Yeah, the, it's it an infinity. Out. It looks infinity, infinity yeah. loop or the logo. It's the symbol for yes, infinity. Thank you. Yeah. I just aren't there other ways that I people can show but their you love are of the generation that likes to ink. I have no tattoos, Julia. I don't even have my ears pierced. Is that because I don't know? I just never really. I I've done it before a couple of times, but then it just I don't know. I would look goofy in earrings. It wouldn't, Serious? Yeah, it would make me feel weird. I you didn't like have me as a friend in the fifth grade with a, a piece of ice and a potato. And a potato. Oh, God! Shannon, oh, if you're oh, listening, that's what I did to no. her ears. And then I had to finish my own because she chickened out on oh, mine. And I'm like, ah! Sick! No, I love tattoos on other people. They look fantastic. They're wonderful works of art. But hack to the no, don't get one that represents a relationship because you're going to break up. I've seen it with my friends. And then now they have regrettable things on their arms. Just a, it's a word becoming of kind of a. Some people are obsessed with them, and it's kind of becoming like a compulsive, obsessive type of thing too. Yeah. Well, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Well, unfortunately, we ran out of time to talk about the woman with the black hairy tongue. Well, That's we're gonna, oh, really? no, we are going to uh, talk about are we her. Come back to that when we come back. Oh, okay. Well, the black hairy. Word Riverview. This is going viral in a big way. 
This is the My Talk Now trending report. What's this? What's the latest? latest, latest. Well, trending online this afternoon would be the death of rapper Mac Miller. He is the ex of Ariana Grande and an artist in his own right. He died of an apparent overdose this afternoon. Uh, law enforcement sources tell TMZ that Mac was fr- found today around noon at a San Fernando Valley home and was pronounced dead at the scene. TMZ is told that uh, he w- authorities were alerted by a male friend who placed a 911 call from Mac's home. The emergency dispatch audio reveals that first responders were called for a patient in cardiac arrest. Uh, Miller had battled substance abuse issues for years, something that came up in the wake of his breakup with Ariana Grande. Uh, He had dealt with uh, several uh, issues earlier this year. Back in May, he was arrested for DUI and hit and run. He fled the scenes, but cops say he later confessed at his home. He blew two times the legal limit, so uh, out to the hearts of friends and family and fans of Mac Miller this afternoon. Again, he has passed away at the age of 26. Also trending online this afternoon, it is um, a couple of shows making their debut. The Deuce is going to be back for season two on HBO this Sunday. Also still trending people excited that share. Oh man, here we go again. Well, that's the name of her tour. Here we go again in uh, support of her new album of ABBA covers. And yes, she will be stopping at the XL Energy Center in May. Very fun. Also trending Paul McCartney's appearance on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon last night. We have a cute clip of them pranking people up on our website at mytalk1071.com so go take a look. That's what's trending here at my talk. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. Oh, uh-huh, baby, trying to understand how a grown man goes on without a body part, baby. I could walk away. I could always cash my chips and I'd be okay, baby. Welcome back, everybody. Um... Really quickly, the woman that grew hair on her tongue, it's on it's in USA Today. We posted this right at my talk. Oh yeah. Okay, so oh, yeah. she was in a car accident and the antibiotics gave her this really weird reaction. What? That she grew hair yeah. on her tongue. Oh. I know. Yeah. Does she have to shave it every day? No, she's fine now. Oh, thank you. They changed goodness. the treatment and uh, she's okay now. But can you even imagine yeah. if you're on an antibiotic and suddenly your tongue is sprouting hair? <laughs> no, actually, I literally cannot. That sounds That's, so disgusting. I yeah. would freak out. Go look at the photo, folks. It's oh, so bad. No. All right. <laughs> so this morning on the Today Show, um, Katie Couric sat down with Savannah and um, stand up for cancer is on tonight on NBC, CBS, like on all the channels. You can it's you yeah. can um, stream it. It's on at seven o'clock, and it's an annual fundraiser for um, research into cancer. Yeah. And um, a couple things about Katie Couric and her her first husband Jay Monahan died of colon cancer. They um, found out that he was um, diagnosed. Just so sad because they were so young. He died at age 42 of colon mm. cancer, which is kind of a, a weird, I mean, really it's just young. hardcore, Very hardcore. Young. And so he was an attorney and legal analyst in his own right. He went to Georgetown and he, they had two daughters very young when he passed. She said her life went to being incredible to complete chaos overnight Yeah, because she was co-hosting on the Today Show. Um she also said that it's been already two decades. I think 20, what year was it? 2017. It was like two decades that he had already been passed away. Oh, 2018 was the 20th anniversary of his death. So this year, yeah. Just this year. And she um, said 
She thinks she overprotected him. I encouraged the doctors um, not to tell him how incredibly bleak his prognosis was, she said. Mm-hmm. He was really open about death at the time. And she was a public in public and the pain it caused. She just he was sick for nine months before he died and then just died. Yeah. So yeah. I remember it just being really, really sad. So here she is um, talking about because she started stand up for cancer. And I didn't know that. I couldn't remember who did it. I remember her getting a live colonoscopy. Oh, who could forget? On the air. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I remember oh. Matt and, um, Al. and Al getting one as well. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Tenth year of stand-up to cancer. I know. And, you know, I've known you a while now. And sometimes I just think about it, Katie. I think, my goodness, at the height of your career, you lost your husband to cancer and you lost your sister. And you just run around doing everything and you have this bright smile on your face, but you have never forgotten that and you're always working so hard for them. Well, like so many people, Savannah, I think cancer has affected me in a deeply personal way. I lost my husband, Jay, as you probably remember. You were a young whippersnapper (laughs) reporter at the time uh, when he was just 42 years old in 1998 from colon cancer. A couple of years later, my oldest sister, Emily, sort of the shining star of our family, died of pancreatic cancer, and I just realized I had to do something about this. And I had this incredible platform, The Today Show. You probably remember my on-air colonoscopy. (laughs) And then, you know, 10 years ago, I got together with eight remarkable women, people like Sherry Lansing, of course, is a superstar in Hollywood, and Laura Ziskin, who was an incredible producer who lost her battle with breast cancer. And we said, you know, this is unacceptable. We have to come up with better treatments. We have to fund these incredible scientists who are working tirelessly to come up with better treatments. So that's how Stand Up to Cancer was born 10 years ago. And I'm really proud. Yeah, when strong women get together, guess what? Women get things done, sister. They do, and you know what? You've raised a half a billion dollars over yeah, 10 years. Do I have that right? right? Do yes. I have my facts right? Because I know you'll tell me if I don't. Half a billion with yeah. a B. Isn't wow. that amazing? And something something else, and this is just always, I always think it's just good to talk about how they found out about it. Mm-hmm. Jay was diagnosed because he ended up in the ER for excruci- excruciating abdominal pain. Mm-hmm. And his vis- physicians discovered the mass the size of a softball oh. in his upper colon. Yeah. Oh. A bad place to have a tumor. So they determined his cancer was way advanced. It had metastasized to his liver already. But isn't that something, you know, just don't ignore pain, people. Because if it's something new or something, there's usually... Yeah, don't think that you can tough it out. Something going on, you know? Right, right. You know, the recommendation has been lowered. It was 50. Yeah. But now the uh, medical community has said really 40. Really? Start getting colonoscopies at age 40 now. Oh. Hmm. Unbelievable. Well, this is, I mean, she she really talks about it's kind of exciting to hear some of the changes that they have made to the research. Yeah. What, what I'm really proud of, too, Savannah, is we've kind of changed the paradigm of how cancer research is done. We have 24 dream teams, so we have scientists. We require collaboration instead of competition. We have scientists from institutions all teaming up 
They should be sharing information. They're sharing information and their knowledge and their expertise and their tissue samples. And they're focusing on all these different kinds of cancer, whether it's pancreatic or colon or skin cancer or breast cancer or epigenetics, which is a new approach to cancer treatment or immunotherapy, which is holding so much promise and is being so effective. So we're really turbocharging cancer research in a very, uh, I think, new and fresh, fresh way. Mm-hmm. Here's who's going to be on it. And what it what it did initially is you saw all of these um, Hollywood folks, celebrities mm-hmm. yeah. answering phone calls. Yeah. So you could call. You had the chance to dialing in and talking to Brad Pitt. Right. The phone bank is full yeah. with exactly. all these celebrities. Exactly. Bradley Cooper is returning to the event tonight as the co-executive producer. Scheduled participants. Participants tonight, Jason Bateman, Kathy Bates, Josh Brolin, Katie Couric, Jennifer Gardner, John Hamm, Matthew McConaughey, Winona Ryder, Stevie Wonder, Little Big Town, and Charlie Wilson are going to perform. So they make it like, um, you know, it's entertainment. It's it's entertainment and a bankathon. It's mm-hmm. kind of what the Jerry Lewis telethon yeah. used to be for muscular yes. dystrophy back in the day. So this yes. is like the 21st century version of that. Unbelievable. Yeah. So we've got one more. Um, uh, which one? The last let's one? Let's just play the last one. Okay, here we go. It's tonight. Yeah. And you do this great job. First of all, I just like love the power of everyone. Just, you know what? It's going to be on every channel. I know. So just watch it because well, it's know, on every channel. I have to say a big shout out and a thank you to NBC because it was one of the first broadcast networks to commit to this. This is our sixth telecast and now it's on 70 broadcast cable and streaming networks and we're doing an hour pre-digital show on youtube twitter and facebook so you cannot avoid this telecast if you're anywhere near a screen or a phone and bradley cooper's your executive yes bradley cooper is involved he lost his dad to lung cancer you know when people say how do you get so many celebrities involved i always say what do they say in us weekly stars they're just like us and if you consider that one in three americans will be diagnosed with cancer in their lifetimes celebrities are no different it's so heartening to see everyone join forces for a common cause and um you know i can't thank you enough for letting me talk about it here Mm. i mean she was so she looks so fantastic still yeah just lovely and happy and her daughters are grown and it was just it was nice to see her i'm just thinking of that statistic one out of three people in this country will be diagnosed with cancer at some point in their life. That's a stunning, stunning statistic. Isn't that something? Yeah. So So. anyway, that's on tonight. Um, All right, gang, when we come back, we've got a lot to Hollywood speak. So what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? All right. What are we doing? What are we doing here, people? What are we doing? What are we Hollywood speaking? We've been sitting around these studios for a couple hours now Uh all right so elon musk you know mr tulsa mr tesla Tesla, mr space spacex yes Mm -hmm. thank you mr former boyfriend of amber heard yeah Yeah. mr gazillionaire Mm -hmm. he was doing a podcast and he had a podcast appearance and during his appearance that was televised live he was doing a late night interview with Joe Rogan that was live streamed online. And Elon Musk took a puff off of what the host described as marijuana inside of tobacco. And? And I'm asking you, what do you think? Do you um, think this will change how people um, view him? Yeah. 
I don't think so at all. I think that they were recording the podcast in California, where it's, we, legal. Where it's legal for mm-hmm. recreational use. I think that, unfortunately for Elon Musk, this podcast interview was recorded live, and there's video evidence of some of the faces that he was making, and some of those have gone viral as a result, yeah. where he just like looks really weird. I mean, you know, he has some interesting eyebrow moments, some like some. Uh, I don't think he's really doing himself any favors, Julia, by being on this podcast and allowing himself to be vulnerable in this way, especially when his stocks are tanking. I know they are Tesla. Well, there's been talk of Tesla going private, but I just, I mean. I mean, the guy needs to get his business together. He's going to end up like does it change Tucker, a man in his dreams. There, there. He's. I think wow. he's going to be fine, Holly. But that was a very way to good drop an obscure movie title. You're moment. welcome, Donnie. <laughs> Jeff you. Bridges. Do you, yes. do you guys think that um, that all went right over my head? <laughs> we know. We so understand. I since my name is on the show, I'm just pretending think, it didn't happen. Okay. Do you think? How about that? Yeah. I don't. No, don't ask me an esoteric question, or don't throw some heavy oh crap gosh, at me. No, was I was going to ask, what do you think about Elon Musk? Do you well, think that this affects the way that you look at him? No, I want to take it bigger, but no, I wanted to ask you guys this: does it does it affect you your image of a person if you find out that they smoke pot? No, no. Do you think it affects people anymore? Mm, If it does affect people, Uh, they're in the minority. Don't you think so? Because this is, and this is where I was going with this. Today at three o'clock, this came out. More aging baby boomers turning to pot. And there's, um, you know, I've watched some documentaries. And because of how the government has felt about marijuana, the studies are so limited on the benefits health-wise of what marijuana can do for people in Mm. chronic pain. Right? And um, it's just kind of interesting to me. There's just, I was reading it. I think I was reading it in what is that thing? Consumer Reports. Mm, yeah. Magazines. Yeah. I know the cover is what's in our meat. Oh, yeah. It, I just got that. Yes. The and there's some big article yeah. in there about CCD or whatever the CBD oil. Yes. About the oil. And um, I know I bought it at my physical therapist, the oil to rub into my tennis elbow. Yep. I mean, it's just kind of amazing how much is out there. I, I wonder if it'll pass in Minnesota. Oh, have, um, we just got Sunday liquor sales here in this state. Yeah, I that know. only took 100 <laughs> years. So. I yeah, I'm totally but it would, it would make so much money for our state. Because yeah, yeah. no one in the Midwest really has it. I mean, the closest is Colorado. So mm-hmm. I'm just, just throwing it out there. It would mm-hmm. be a good way for us to build up our infrastructure. All right. So anyway, I, I don't know how I feel about the guy. I really don't Elon have Musk. I, I don't have feelings. Okay. Okay, so this is um I had Lindsay Lohan planning to um launch her own island. Lindsay Land. Uh-huh. Yay. Yay. <laughs> don't want to go on those teacups. Uh-huh. What? <laughs> Nicki Minaj gave to give. See, this even bugs me more. Instead of gave to give. Job shame Jeffrey Owens twenty five thousand dollars because he worked at Trader Joe's. I have so many problems with this. Let's break it down. Okay. okay. Tell a, us first problem. Why is anyone ashamed to work at a, a he real isn't. job? He wasn't ashamed. I know it. I know it. So she's just exacerbating it because she doesn't know the guy and didn't listen to him when he's talked about yeah. this. I'm not ashamed. Mm-hmm. No, I, I didn't want people to really know about it on such a big level because I still am a working actor. I, mean, yeah. I don't get, you know, I'm not on a primetime show where I get paid a lot of money. 
But whatever it is, you know, he was on uh, episodes of divorce with Sarah Jessica Parker in the past few years. Was he? Yes. He was on three episodes of that show. Right. Working actor. Right. And I love that divorce. Mm -hmm. The last one this year was really good, too. The last episode. I mean, how many actors have had out of work actors had jobs just like that? How many people work every day? Yes. I mean, people, you know, but. Well, you know, people you know who are laid off and go get a job at Target, good for them. Yes, of it's better than not working. I mean, I think it would be just be hard. But anyway. Right. So that's think, issue one. And to give money. He she doesn't know that he doesn't want to be embarrassed. He she doesn't know that he doesn't want the headlines. She doesn't know that he doesn't want the charity. Yeah. yeah. And yet she is not listening to anything except how do I get my name in the headlines? Very true. Very true. Yes, Any more yes. issues with that one? Maybe he'll just give it away himself. Well, she, she doesn't that would be the smart thing to do. Well, you're exactly right. Thank you for your thoughts, but I prefer you donate it to fill in so the name and of so. The you're right, Donnie. Let's hope that yes. that happens. I mean, that is just really I have a hard time with that. Mm. I yeah. just have a hard time with that at all and all. She's and taking advantage of someone else's misfortune. She is. Yes, she is. She yeah. is just, she, I do not like Miss Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Just in general, you're saying, you're on the record just being like, you are not a fan I of Nicki Minaj. I think the way she has, she's acting so desperate to get people to buy her music is she's just taken it to such a bad place making the beefs where there's no beefs throwing make throwing historical care you know figures that have done wonderful (laughs) things for people Mm -hmm. under the bus just if it gets her the reaction she wants yeah and is it even getting her the reaction that she wants that would be questionable we've read the headlines i'm not buying her music but we've read the headlines i'm too lazy to go right now to find her music to buy it but you know (laughs) yeah but it's just kind of an interesting thing all right okay what else are we gonna hollywood speak well let's hollywood speak beetlejuice musical set to open on broadway spring of 2019 oh i I, I have mixed thoughts about uh, this hmm. Hmm. first of all one of my favorite movies of all time but it's a great movie i love that movie alec baldwin gina davis winona Ryder. who was the boy uh alec oh which Alec boy? Baldwin was the no, Michael Alec? Keaton was Beetlejuice. I know, Michael Keaton, but yeah. who was the little boy? It was there was no, no little, little boy. boy. Wasn't there no, a boy? No, it's just the daughter. She, they only had one. Why do I yes. have this? <laughs> no, it's just, just Winona. <laughs> no okay. Yeah. Oh, I have mixed feelings about that. It could be really funny. They're saying yeah, it's going to be raunchier. Raunchier than, than the movie? Than the movie, and that oh. it's going to be very expletive laden. Oh. Which the movie's not. The movie's no. PG. I mean, he just like honks his crotch and swears once. Right. Yeah, yeah that's about it. <laughs> so, right. I don't know. We we shall see. Yeah. I, I would totally go and see it, though. You would? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm curious be. to see what they do with the show. No. You're I don't not, care. No. no, I think there's real, true art that is happening that I'd rather go see something that I don't know anything about. All right. You want to be, you want the mystery to be revealed in front of you. I want to be entertained. Okay. I want to be entertained. <laughs> um, okay, Charlie Rose. We're just not even get to getting to it. I, that's dumb that I even said his okay, name. Okay, bye, Charlie Rose. Uh, party, of <laughs> party of Five reboot. Yes, yeah. there's going to be one. Well, the pilot's been ordered. The pilot's so they're been not... ordered, but they're changing the, the, the family. The Salingers. Yes. So it's not gonna even going to be the Salingers anymore. No, it really isn't. Oh, so this is just a premise where there's... A new series will feature an immigration twist and would allow the... The Buendero siblings, whose parents are unexpectedly deported to Mexico, 
The original series followed the Salinger siblings who had to band together after their parents died in a car accident. So they're they're going to use Party of Five name mm-hmm. and it's going to have the original creators with this as I, executive producer. I kind of like it. Yeah, it's yeah. for sure. Freeform. Is yeah, I kind of like this idea. It's a of, perfect freeform show. But it's perfect timing too. Yes. Uh, yes, with the whole deportation yeah, thing. Yes, I think, yeah, I kind of like this idea a mm-hmm. lot. So you're here for this reboot I of am. this show. All right, you're on Party of Five. Nice. Um, the TV ratings for Mayans MC were nearly identical to Sons of Anarchy. I what? forgot that this show was even a thing. Yeah, it was on Tuesday. I checked it did out. Did you watch it? I did watch it. What do you think, Donnie? It got better as it went along. Okay, and yeah. is this uh, the motorcycle before Sons of Anarchy? The uh, motorcycle group or after mm, or adjacent? It's, a- it's after. Okay. After, and it's a diff- it's another, the Mayans motorcycle gang out of Southern California. Right. Yeah, So, but it is it, it's several years after Sons it, of Anarchy. Okay, but you liked it, so you're going to stick like with it. Yeah, so I'm going to stick with it and see see where it goes. Are there any hot guys on it? Well, uh, yeah, the lead guy. <laughs> is he hot? The lead guy is, definitely, right. yes. Well, then I'm going to check it out. Julia's in, beefcake. What? No! Listen! No. We got Charlie Hunnam from Sons of Anarchy. Who are we going to get out of this? That's true. Yet to be seen. I know. Okay, Emma Thompson is going to call us when we come back, so stay really? with us. This is Lori and Julia on My Talk 1071.